Yo, 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 yo. What's going on, everybody? We back. It's the CNG Podcast. I'm G Walker, man. You know who I got with me. Say your name for the people, big bro. Y'all already know who it is, man. It's CJ, man. Hope y'all have it enjoying y'all day on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Yeah, man. And we got a special guest for y'all, man. It's going to be a dope-ass episode. But you know what? Let us get into this intro, man, and then we'll get right back to it and bring those guys right back in. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is G Walker, one half of the CNG podcast. And I'm CJ, the other half of the CNG podcast. CJ, what's good, my boy, man? How you feeling? How's your weekend? How was your week? Man, I'm feeling pretty good, man. I'm drinking my nutritionist drink right now, so I'm just trying to chill out, relax a little bit on this beautiful Saturday afternoon. Well, it's not really beautiful. It's kind of rainy, but you, you, you get the vibe. For sure, for sure. Yeah, man, my week has been good. Weekend's been good. Not too much stuff going on in the Bulls, but you know they had played in Paris. Then they played the Thunder. Then they played the Warriors, man. There's been a lot going on, but tell the people who we got here, CJ, man. Talk to the people, man. Yo, we got we got special guests, got special guests in the building. These brothers have been on our show before. Y'all seen them on YouTube doing their thing with the Chicago Bulls content. We happy to bring them back. We want to bring, um, want to introduce to you all the C, uh, excuse me, the Chicago Bulls, um, the Shy Bulls podcast. Yo, yo, yo! yo. What's the word? What's good, What's brothers? How y'all doing? <laughs> Man, we chilling, bro. Just happy to have you guys on the show for this week, man. You know, catch up with y'all, man. It's been a, a so far a long season for us Bulls fans, man. It's not going according to the way we all would have thought. Up you know what down. I'm saying? <laughs> Up and down like a like a rodeo clown. You feel me? But how you boys <laughs> been, man? Oh, maintaining, man. Just trying to uh work. You know, make it happen. Trying to grow, you know, me and my nephew, you know, uh, my other partner, Hayes, y'all know him. We trying to make it happen, y'all. What's yeah, up, doing well, up? man, chilling, doing what we do. Definitely been busy, but, hey, it's all worth it. When you when you do something you love, it don't feel like a job. Oh, bro. I got to totally agree with that, man. And that with, with that being said, it's a CNG podcast and a Shot Bulls podcast connection episode. Oh, make sure y'all get on one of them live calls with us. <laughs> CJ, oh yeah, for sure, for sure. But look, man, um, as y'all know, the Bulls had three games this week: the Thunder, um, the Golden State Warriors, and then of course the Paris game against the Pistons. So we're gonna get into this OKC um game real quick, as y'all see the final score. Um, OKC beat it to the Bulls. Yeah. Well, um, 124 to 110. I want to get everybody's um thoughts on this game because um Killers Alexander killed this team. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> bro, like, bro, it's just more of the same from the Chicago Bulls team this season. It seems they got everything in reverse. Um, well, they don't got it in reverse, but they got everything just mixed up, bro. Like, how you gonna get up for the big teams and then you get to these young, <laughs> non-experienced. Uh, they highly talented. Every NBA team is highly talented. It's a lot of team in this NBA. I'm, I'm gonna say every team in this NBA has a lot of talent on it. Fair and right. you come in and play down to competition every time. 
every time. It's just another frustrating game. You could probably predict that they're going to lose against these teams if it ain't nothing on the line. I think this team is ready for the uh, playoffs if they can get there. This team is built like a playoff team in a regular te- regular season. It seems like they unmotivated unless it's against a team that got all the headlines like a Milwaukee against a Boston. Look at the record against those teams. That's crazy. Yeah, crazy, like crazy. What you got to say about that, Bobby? I'll just say that this game right here was uh, basically the uh, – at least for the first half of the season, the the – the meaning behind, for lack of a better word, because I'm struggling a little bit, uh, for lack of a better word, the meaning of the first half basically pretty much just said that the first half was definitely a roller coaster. You got some right, great right. wins, you got some great wins out of the Bulls, like when they beat Boston and then went and beat Milwaukee, and then they right. just get stomped by Minnesota with no Cat Williams, no Rudy Gobert out there. And then, you know, just, oh damn! I said cat. <laughs> no cows, no cat, no cat, no cat out there. No Rudy Gobert. But yeah, that's just what it was. The Bulls they played down in competition. Uh, hopefully, but hopefully, you know what I'm saying. After this little week that we had, hopefully we can get it right because the Bulls got some winnable, some very winnable games coming up. But I'm I'm gonna stay even kill on that. I'm not getting too hyped for that. Oh, bro. Yeah, man, I, I I I agree with y'all, man. It's just like uh, the Bulls tend to play down to these young ass teams, man. It's like, what is this? What is what is this team, man? I don't understand who they are. I don't understand how they get up every day and practice every day. What the hell are they doing in the in the film room some nights? Mm-hmm. Like, what the hell are y'all doing, man? It's just like, why are we losing the teams that are not as talented as Zach, Demar, Booch? <laughs> Patrick, <laughs> Kobe like, White, yeah. Kobe White, like yeah, spot him up, drop him, Kobe, baby, like I don't get it, CJ. What's what's going on, big dog? Man, it's like I, I told you before. It's like we we don't know what offense we run and run, and then at the same time on defense, guys are not really, you know, sticking to their guys, and they're leaving three point shooters wide open. So it's a lot of disconnect, man. Um, and they gonna have to figure it out because we're getting down to the wire. We halfway in the season, damn near. And the Bulls are still in the 10th spot, man. That concerns me. Damn. Yeah, they're in the 10th yeah. spot. But if you look at the bigger picture, they only three games out of six. So, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's uncomfortable. But right now, we still got a little time, but it's running low for sure. I wouldn't, I wouldn't much as worry about this team making the playoffs. I, re- I really think they're going to avoid the play-in and make the playoffs. Really? Uh, I do. I do. I think they're just going to make the playoffs outright. They only three games out the sixth seed. Uh, it's just up to this team if they're going to come and be focused in every game, not right. just pick and choose what game you want to play. It, I think it's up to Billy Donovan. I, I don't know if he's that person to put a fire in these, in these players' asses to get ready for each game, to show them the desperation in each game that we need because we can't be lollygagging, bro. We ain't got no room for error. For the, the rest season of the went season. by too damn fast, right? Yeah, like the season is just for real. Like, yeah. it's moving. Shit, like, and we still 10, like, god damn, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but we're gonna we gonna keep it moving, CJ. What's 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 going on with the next game, man? What what was the next game, man? Man, we got Golden State, you know. Oh, man. Man. Golden State, man. This this was a game that um, uh, you know, that I did not have the Bulls winning, you know, just because the way they looked against OKC. So man oh man, but Seemed like they came out and stepped it up, man. Final score, 132 to uh, 118, man. And the guy, the headliner, 
the whole show was that man right there, Nikola yes, Vucevic. Sir. And I, I'm gonna just say this, man, about um Nikola, man. I, I've seen him in years when he was in Orlando because I, I stayed in Orlando for five years, so I know what he's capable of. Right. And it's just it's just crazy to me how you know you got people out here, even some so these so-called NBA analysts saying that they should just trade him or put him in some type of package deal. I, I don't understand that because this guy is capable of having games like he had against Golden State. He's capable of doing this on a night-to-night basis. My whole problem is, is that the Bulls don't run the offense through him enough. You know, even though he shot 31 times during this game, you saw how many easy shots the Bulls had, how the offense was just flowing from time and time again when the ball went to him in the post and how they, how they was able to kick it out. So you can see a big difference when the offense goes through him instead of them just coming down and jacking up shots. Oh yeah, my it was crazy. But we're gonna get into this footage that this man really just destroyed this team pretty much on his own. Bobby, seat up. Talk to me about this footage right here, man. What we got okay. right here? Uh, we got uh, uh Bulls coming down. You got Caruso running the show, drops it down to Vooch. Vooch just got – ain't nobody on Golden State can handle Vooch under there in the paint. <laughs> no, it ain't – it's most people in the in the league, big centers can't handle Vooch. Look, he can step point, out, yeah. step yeah. out, shoot a three-pointer. He can run the pick and roll. Get to him. Just get to him in the paint. <laughs> Who is that guarding him? Clay Thompson? Come on now. Baby, oh, baby food down there, right? Baby food. Look, set the pick, <laughs> kick it back to him. They knock, they gonna play down, they gotta protect the paint, and he can knock down a three. What is he shooting? 37%. It's a half percentage for a center for sure. Look at this. You're a baby. Move. Come on, man. So Bobby, what you look, what is this looking like? Bobby, what is what is what is this, man? I mean, it's just it's just looking like what the boys should have been doing the entire season. And that's plant starting the offense through Vooch. He's not a bad passing center, so you can trust him to make good passes out of the post. And everybody knows. Once Vuce gets involved early offensively, he's much more engaged defensively. Yes. And that brings a better team defense overall to where, you know what I'm saying, Vuce is not really getting killed like that. And I know a lot of people like to point on the amount of blocks, you know what I'm saying, that he gets per game. But, bro, none of that matters. The only thing that matters is that you're getting a stop and you're giving your chance another possession to score. That's what matters. So, CJ, man, what is this what it's telling you, man? This is like something they should be doing more often. Like Bobby said, pretty much playing through the big man. That, you know what I mean? So this is looking crazy. So what do you see out here, man? I mean, you got to. I mean, look how easy how the offense goes. When the That's ball strange. goes inside and out, you get you giving the other team different – different um have to give them different choices to what they have to go out and guard now. Now, if you're going to double-team Vooch, he's going to kick it out to three-point shooters. Kobe White can knock down shots. Gordon Driver can knock down shots. So you yeah. give the you give you know the offense more options when you do that instead of just having ball having the guys play from the perimeter. Yeah. Hey, why do the boys see can anybody anybody knows the identity of this team? Why does this team refuse to work through view to Vooch? That can be their identity. We're gonna work the ball to Vooch down low and we're gonna play all Vooch. That don't mean Vooch gonna get all the points every game. That means you're going to get good shots every single game. I, they refuse to work through Vooch. I don't understand that, it. That's coaching, man. It just seems like – and nobody loses nothing by playing through them. If anything, you become a little bit more diverse in your offense as Zach Levine or, you know, Patrick Williams on the cut or a three. It just seems like why are we not doing this more often than not? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, I don't understand. Go ahead, Bobby. And I'm with you, G-Walker. It is on coaching, but I, I'm going to say it's – 
probably about 80-20. So I'm going to get 80% to Billy and the coaches, but I'm going to say 20 on the, on the players as well. Because a lot of the times, you know what I'm saying, Patrick Williams, a lot of the times he'll give it up and just stand there. And rightfully so, because sometimes his teammates who are the stars, they taking them out of the field of the game. You know what I'm saying? So that's it's up to the stars as well, like Zach Levine, like DeMar DeRozan, to continue to push the pace, but also keep the younger guys involved because they still young. So they gonna, they, right. they'll be more, you know, uh, quicker to give up on, like, you know, constantly moving and cutting to the basket and stuff like that. Facts. Yeah. Yeah, it's just uh, and then you know, Vooch to me, and uh, CJ, you can chime in that before I pull up the this quote I pulled up for Vooch, man. But it seems like it's easier, man. Like the Chicago Bulls are, are hell bent on making their lives harder on the on the yep. offensive end. Like you got this guy that could out, he can shoot from the outside, he can shoot from the inside, he can pass, he can rebound. The dude is a double double machine, mm-hmm. so he can pretty much be effective in the paint, low post, he can, whatever he needs to do, he can do it. So, uh, so CJ, what you think about this, man? I think we all don't want a court about playing through Vooch Moore. You already said that in this Orlando game, the teams were playing through him, and they were a playoff team, right? Well, they were they were pretty damn close. But the point I'm trying to make is that the offense flowed so much easier when you have a big man in the paint instead of playing from the perimeter. The Bulls got to realize too, they're not a perimeter three point shooting team. They're not going exactly. To stay. Yep. You know, so they right. just can't be coming down, jacking up shots when they want to. And a lot of it has to do with pride, man. Yeah, Certain players don't want to look a certain way when mm-hmm. they're out there playing, you know, because, you know, they read the media. They hear what they're saying about in the papers. All that stuff matters. When they say they don't hear that shit, they, they lie. You know, they, right. they see Thanks. it every time. So, you know, right. you got you got to make your job easy. My whole thing is, OK, if I score 15 points and we win by 20, shit, I'm happy. As long as we winning, I'm good. That's it. Yeah. That's all. The because because this is November, you know what I'm saying. I'm gonna read this. You know, it says in November, the first full month of the 22-23 campaign, Vooch averaged a measly 14 points, three assists, and rebounds per contest. He only shot 50% from the field, 33% from deep, and only made 1.43 point shots per game. And an entire month, only had eight double doubles. You fast forward, he has averaged 22 points over four assists, nearly 13 rebounds. He's done a complete turnaround in his efficiency. He shot over 60% from the field and nearly how much? 46% from three while making mm. 2.1 shots from beyond the arc per game. As for double-doubles, he's recorded a season high 10 straight, including every game in 2023 and is now fifth. So that means he's a top five center in the NBA to me. The turnaround has come as no surprise to head coach Billy Donovan saying that he's known what Vooch is capable of since his arrival. Billy Donovan, if you know, you know what, Bobby, uh, 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 whoever, I'm please, with. please talk about that. Anybody. I'll go ahead, Bobby. I just want to, hey, I commend the uh, the team. You know what I'm saying? Because uh, a lot of the, we've been calling for it. I know y'all definitely been calling for it. I know CJ went back his last year calling mm-hmm. that the, uh, they need to run it through Vooch. You know what I'm saying? And it's been evident. The offense looks much better than than what the hell they have put on within the first few months of the season when they run through Vooch. If you run through Vooch, you get more engaged play, playing from the others. We know DeMar can give you 25, 30 on any night. The same for Zach right. Levine. But the key to winning is getting others involved. You need Patrick Williams to give you those 12 points tonight. You know what I'm saying? That rebounded, that solid defense. You need Io to contribute on other ends, you know, on the floor. So you do that by feeding Vooch, because like I said before, he's a good passing center. So you can use him. I agree. Uh, CJ, 
what, what they got to Paris. We got a little bit of footage from Paris, huh? Right? Hey, let's go. Yeah, Paris. we got a little bit of footage from Paris, man. The Bulls were it's like they were enjoying themselves over there. So we're gonna pull up um some of that footage, man, of the team just taking pictures in front of the Eiffel um well, Eiffel Tower right here, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, so then we got um Demar in front of it. Um, <laughs> we got our boy Zach. Um, picture kind of blurry there, but they that's 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 Bulls.com for you. So um. And then we got um game day, man. Um, I want to give I want to get y'all thoughts about this game first of all. Um, hold going on, into hold this on, game, CJ. we kind we kind of oh, we kind of going ahead a little bit, and we actually got the video footage of you know they was walking around interviewing. Dalen was walking around. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was hilarious, bro. So we gonna <laughs> yeah. we gonna get into a couple of the videos, man. We we just we gonna play them. Here's one. That was dope. Still the best intro in NBA. <laughs> Still the best intro in the NBA. Come on now. Yes, sir. And the next one we have with what Dalen, CJ? Yeah, let's pull up Dalen, man, because um this is it. This was interesting. Hey y'all, it's DT. We here in Paris. And I'm about to do some interview crashing today. Y'all see Zach Levine. Here we go. Shopping, looking at the site, drinking wine, and oh, excuse me, Zach. Excuse me, Zach. I have a question. I have a question. <laughs> Um, you know, I just got here. Good question. You know, we're in um, Paris. Have you ever been here before? Nah, I've never been to Paris, bro. Okay, okay. Get this son. Get this son. Get this son. Don't put him in time. Hey, don't put him in time out. Come on. Want me to sit right here? Want me to sit down? Say something. Put your time out. I've never seen you do your own bun. Um, who do who do who does your bun for you? Devo, get to God, Devo. Who does your butt for you? Get him, Debo. Get him. Who gave him the mic? Kobe White. <laughs> Can you do a little shake for me? A little. Yeah, yeah, that. Um, what is your infatuation with them calling you Vooch instead of Nicola? The only reason why is because in the U.S. everybody was butchering my name. Thank you, Boo, um, for appreciate your interview, it. and I appreciate it. You're not bad it. at this. Has Patrick Williams ever been seen in jeans? <laughs> It'll be if you find a picture of me and jeans, it's very rare. So, what's your infatuation with your different hairstyles? Because over the years, I know that you've had different uh, hairstyles. And this is my more relaxed look. This is like my three days no shave look. Side step, side step. There we go. Oh, oh, oh! oh! Debo hating today. <laughs> <laughs> that video is hilarious, bro. That was good stuff, man. You talking about anybody ever seen Patrick in, in, in jeans, and that killed me right there, man. 
He asked Alice Caruso about his different hairstyles. I lost it. <laughs> he ain't never his had good hair. <laughs> that man bald as I don't know what, man. That was hilarious. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. But he got one last video, man, them boys in Paris, man. Let's go. Nice. Off white, you know, a little event for the team. Get our new nice little jackets. You know, everybody got different ones. I knew I was getting the red one from the get-go. I received a few months ago an email from Don C asking, what do you think, guys, if we do a collaboration? To me, it was a no-brainer. This is the 10th anniversary, and it's an incredible brand. And to just be able to partner and do a collab with Off White and Chicago Bulls, it's incredibly exciting. So thank you. Thank you. Enjoy it, right A little bit off camera, right here. A little off camera, man. Yeah, Thank you. Real G. In Paris. Man, them jackets fire, though. Yeah, they are. What you think about? Yeah, them sacks is sick. For real. They, I think they over that they, they charging too much though. So they're gonna be sick right here. I'm a window shopper like 50 cents <laughs> dead. <laughs> How much they going for? How much they going? Like five, six, honey? Man, last time I checked with uh Hayes, he was saying that they going for seventeen hundred. Oh my goodness. Maybe if I had no family or something, I could do <laughs> that. Yeah, younger days, huh, G Walker? Yeah, I, I could drop $1,700 and don't even think about it. Yeah, I ain't doing it now, you know? Can't like, do it now. Nope. Nah, uh -uh. Not without <laughs> your wife or your girl hollering at you. No, no, no. You got to be more conscious about that decision. It's right definitely there. a conversation, you know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> let me save up for it, baby. Let me save up for it. Yeah, let's have a conversation first, man, before I blow this little bread. Mm. But we're going to proceed, CJ, man. What we got? Man, we got um we um don't we got um we got a little video, don't we, of um of, of the game in Paris? Uh well do we? Or you or you wanna just do the uh Yeah, we got we yeah, got uh Yeah, let's go ahead and get that video going, man. Cause somebody was hurt, wasn't he? This was his first game back, right? Oh yeah, correct. Correct. So mm -hmm. let's go ahead and pull up uh Conroe Kobe right here, man. Hey, Let's get to it, man. So, so Bobby, man, he was out, man. He hurt his quad, he hurt his leg. <clears throat> and what do you think about that, man? He came back probably the first. His first point was a dunk like that. What do you think? Hey, he looked pretty good. And uh, he talked about it in uh, some of the meetings after the game, and and before asking him like, hey, was the the three games off? Was that good? Were you just happy that you can get a break? And shout out to him for saying, no, I, I if I'm healthy, I want to play. So shout out to him for being a leader in that because. You know what I'm saying? Some people be like, yeah, I'm going to take the day off. You know what I'm saying? But he said he wanted to play. But on to the game, man, he looked real good. He he played smooth. He played within the Florida offense. You know what I'm saying? The offense wasn't stagnant. So shout out to him. Shot. They they had they played, a, they played a great game in Paris. It was exciting. CJ, what you think about DeMar coming back after missing a few games, man, and giving us a, you know, pretty much a DeMar-esque performance with a W? Oh, he looked like Bobby was saying, man. He had all the all the points on on the head, man. He um he looked real good, real smooth. Um, and a lot of his shots wasn't forced, you know. So it, it was just that Detroit was, I think, wasn't playing him aggressive enough, and he just took what they gave him. Oh, good mm -hmm. move. Look at that, good move. Yeah, it's just the Mark got that game, man. And it's coming down to you know, it's a lot of trade talk for who should glow, who should go. Is it Zach? Is it Demar? Even Vooch, man. It's just you know, it's coming down to who's the most aggressive player. Uh, who's the player that's bringing it every night with a little bit more toughness, a little bit more polished, a little bit more seasoning, a little bit more veterany, if that's a word. And DeMar, <laughs> man, he's just really got that bag, bro. He can go mid-range. He can post you up. He can just 
he's really methodical, man. And I really come to love his game a little bit more. I mean, I criticize him because like Bobby was saying, you know, you got to get the young guys involved, man. Yep. And a little bit more this season, he has been passing on that wing to Patrick Williams hitting that three. Because Pat, well, what I've seen for the last few games, and a lot of games, probably 12, 14, he's been hitting that three, man. Mm-hmm, and he's, yeah. been, he's been hitting that three at least about or probably a little bit over 40%. So shout out to DeMar, man, for listening to me. Man, I had to pull up to United Center and say, hey, bro, you got to pass the ball to Pat. Pass the ball to Pat. Bro. <laughs> for real, pass man. Pass the damn ball. Like, seriously, because... Like, like I mentioned earlier, man, oh, if nice. if you want these young guys to be effective in this offensive scheme, you got to let them receive touches. And that comes from the players on the court and also Billy Donovan. They got to do it. But also these guys, you got to gain the trust of those those vets. You got to make them shots or make a decision and be quick with the decision. And the decision got to be good so the vets can trust you too. For sure, for sure. Agree. I totally agree. Go ahead, CJ. Your world. Agree, agree. And man, with that being said, um, the Bulls in a su- in surprising fashion, and um, not a surprising fashion, I should say, but just they didn't play surprising to me because they didn't play lower to the competition. Bruh. They ended up winning this game, one twenty six to one oh eight. Um, as y'all can see, Demar Derozan finished that game twenty six points, nine rebounds, five assists, two steals. And so, was the player of the game. And yeah. was the player of the game. And which the I didn't see that really coming. I didn't, I didn't Me see either was Zach game. scoring 30. Right. Yeah. So I was like, huh? How did he get player of the game? Yeah. That don't even make no sense. But it was a team win um, and everything like that. So we're going to bring up these stats right here. Boom. There you go. Bobby, you just said it. Zach, 35, 4, 1, and 1. Lamar, 26, 9, 5, 2, 1. Boom. 16, 15. Mr. Double Double. Six assists. That's what I'm talking about. Your big man can get you six assists. Get the team in assists. Get the team in assists. Go ahead, that's Bobby. That's what I'm saying. That's And that's what we all been saying. And I definitely got to harp on it one more time. Vooch is a good passing center. He can mm-hmm. make good passes. It's just that the the the, play, the ball handlers, they got to get him involved. Keep him involved. That's the key moving down in the, in the second half of the season because we already at the – we passed the halfway mark. The second half of the season has to include Vooch if the Bulls want to not be in the play-in. Because the play-in comes down to one game and anything can happen. Exactly. Yeah, because you still had uh, Ayo with 13, a young boy, man. I've been loving Ayo, man. We're going to get to the guys, you know what I'm saying, in a minute. But I love Ayo, man. He's just really been showing that. He he can play that one, man. You know, Lonzo been hurt all year. He's been hurt. Mm -hmm. But I don't know, man. I don't think. Uh, Ayo is too too far off of what Lonzo is or what Lonzo even was. So, and we still had you know Derrick Jones Jr. Man, what do y'all think about Derrick Jones Jr. Man, he's look like he's healthy. His Bro. hands are, <laughs> his hands look like he got some new hands from the Wizard of Oz, or he wished some hands, <laughs> oh, <laughs> reaching for his hands. So, what do y'all think about Derrick Jones Jr. By, uh, see, uh, tell me about uh, what you think about uh, uh Derrick Jones. Oh, Derrick Jones Juzer. Uh, he's improved so much from last season, man. Uh, could it be he his newly woman he got? He just got engaged. Mm-hmm. Shout out yes. DJJ in, in Paris. Look at that little romantic guy over there. He tried to finesse <laughs> over there. Look he that. got a little something, something for the game. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> yep. hey man, what surprises me about DJJ is the jump shot. First of all, I didn't know he could shoot threes like that. He was shooting them last season, but he's hitting them at a better clip. He's become a little bit more consistent with that three-point shot. Uh, he's cutting. He's setting picks. 
Uh, he's actually beating out Andre Drummond for minutes on the court as a center, which is crazy. He yep. is. Andre Drummond can't get on the floor. Yeah, I've noticed that, man. What do y'all what do you think that's why is why is that? Man, Andre Drummond. Go ahead, nephew. <laughs> oh. <laughs> no, go ahead. I just want to throw that in there. Yeah, Andre Drummond is getting away of himself, bro. I, it, it seems the way because y- y'all remember him in the remember him in the beginning of the season. He was moving like light as a feather out there. We was like, who is this guy, Andre Drummond, uh, jumping through the air, jumping, catching lobs, getting like 10, 11 rebounds. You see, what that's what he usually through do throughout his career. But now he seems a little sluggish. It seems like he gained some weight. Uh, he's not as light on his feet as he is all that mm. pop. yeah and, and you can attest that to all the fouls early in the game he ain't as light as his feet or light on his feet as he was early in the season I so i think you've been very excited about us picking him up too you know what i'm saying you know, oh absolutely yeah so i know you just like man what's going on with this guy man i vouch for this dude <laughs> oh bro bro it's, it's great it's frustrating bro yeah it's, he can't get on the floor because he's he's a big body man so you know damn but so he keep doing Oh, go ahead, Bobby. Oh, oh, my bad. I was just going to say, but he keep doing crazy stuff. Like, the man come out there, bro, how do you get four <laughs> fouls in two minutes? <laughs> in oh, two yeah, minutes. Four fouls, bro. Yeah, in two did. minutes, bro. Go ahead, CJ. I just had to bring that point up, bro. Hey, you I know just what, had Bob, to do it. You know what, um, you guys, that, that comes down to him not being motivated. I, I don't know what it is, but you can see when his minutes got cut, you can see he just lost all that confidence and all that motivation that he mm-hmm. had in the season. Because the whole thing was that people were writing him off is that you know he should he's not good enough to be on a on a playoff and championship team because he's not he you know his his motor comes on and off. It's like that motor that's that true. first start up, that's and true, and it just die down, you know. And that that's that's how he's been looking so so far. He's he just doesn't have the same high motor as he did when he first started the season. And, and, you know, you can tell that he's losing minutes because of that. You know, so he's got to find a way to get that back. He's got to find a way when he goes out there to out-hustle everybody, you know, the bigs. And he's big enough that he can move. You know, he's only 28. And he's moving like a, a small forward out there. So he's oh, got to get that motivation back. Hey, bro, and, and I'm going to say this, too. Like, we going to need Andre Drummond for the, for the playoffs now. Yeah. Uh, we going to need somebody to get in there and get a tough rebound for us or – Get in there and, and and do a hard foul, make a hard foul, or somebody tough to to guard Brooke Lopez in the post. Somebody to guard uh Robert Williams. You know he don't post up. He ain't got no moves in the post, but he's a great player. We need somebody to stop the lobs. Um, I'm just really frustrated and why this guy can't get on the floor. It's it, not even for like ten minutes. He can't get in the floor. Did he get a DNP the last two games? It's crazy. Yeah, I, I think it's matchups yeah. though too. You got to consider the matchups with him as well, because like a lot of the teams that the Bulls play, they going they got they going against small teams. You know what I'm saying? Like if you playing Golden State, he's no need there. Kevon Looney, no. You got Vooch, Vooch take him out, and then when Kevon Looney come out, he's no issue. Same thing with Detroit. Same thing with OKC. A lot of teams are not. Yeah, I agree, C-Dub. He definitely will be necessary against a Boston or a Bucks, but the last few games just haven't been against those teams. It's crazy. Dude. Good point. 
Hey, man, this yeah. guy could get you 10 rebounds in 10 minutes. 10 points and 10 rebounds in 10 minutes. Tell him stop fouling, then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Please stop hacking, boy. That's how you know you're getting old. You just fouling all the time. Yeah. That's how you get old. Either you Come pump on, fake or you foul the hell out of somebody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> pump fake and the foul. That's all you can do after that at this point. Yeah. But you don't he's, talk about Kobe he's, 20, little... he's 28. Ain't no excuses, bro. He's 28. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Like a bus driver for the CTA, man. He can't. He's <laughs> 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 Big dude, man, but uh, we're gonna talk about uh Kobe a little bit before we get into the next segment, man. Uh, see, the what do you think about Kobe, man? I see he's like I say, I've always said Kobe is not necessarily a point guard, he's more of a shooter, and I mm-hmm. love the way they put him in that corner or that spot up, spot up three. Uh, I trust Kobe at the end of a game in the fourth quarter just because he has he's one of the best spot up shooters on the game that you need one, uh, which why I don't understand why he's not doing that more. But um, tell me about um. Spot up, drop with Kobe, man. What y'all think about Kobe this year? Oh, man, and, and I'm going to agree with all you said with Kobe, but it's more than that with Kobe White. Uh, okay. I must admit, uh, with, in the beginning of the season, I, w- I, wasn't, I wasn't opposed to trading Kobe White to get some bigger, bigger guards or some rebounders or some shooters. But Kobe White, is it, he got to be the biggest surprise this season to me on this team. Right. Kobe White has improved his game 200%. He is so confident on the floor. I don't know if he, he went back to the throat. Kobe went back to the throat. <laughs> Froby! <laughs> Kobe started going back to North Carolina days. Kobe, Kobe is taking people off the dribble. Kobe is shooting for three with confidence. Kobe is playing defense. Oh, my God. Kobe is locking up, bro. Against big-time offensive players, bro. Kobe White. Man, bro, I gotta, I gotta apologize to Kobe. I apologize, bro, because you. <laughs> let me get the form real quick. Let me, walk, let me go, let me go email you the, uh, the apology to Kobe, uh, Kobe White form, um, bro. Real <laughs> dumb, <laughs> bro, because that dude did a complete three sixty, bro. I ain't even gonna lie, bro. I ain't um, even gonna lie. <laughs> I'm gonna say that, uh, man, Kobe White has played. I believe the Bulls should keep him around. I believe, no bro, question. he only he's 20, earned, earned, 22 <laughs> years old, and after having yeah. a full offseason of being healthy, he had a full offseason of being healthy, and look what he's done. He's tightened up his dribble. He worked yes. on his defense. He got more comfortable within, you know, the in his role. And, man, you need – everybody knows if you want to build a championship team, you need scoring. You need guys that can space the floor, that can score from the Max. perimeter. Why would you – the only way I give up Kobe White if I'm the Chicago Bulls is, is if I'm giving I'm getting a legit person that's equally or much better than him. Other than that, you don't let talent walk out the door when you're trying to build a championship team. That's what AK has told us, but we still need – we need to see them results, AK. We need to see oh, them. And, and, and I'm almost at a point, and, and I almost said this on our uh, – Cognac Boys Invasion. I'm going to say it now. Kobe White might have to start on this team at the point guard position, bro. Hmm. I, I, I think that's a killer lineup. Uh, Kobe ain't got a particularly – we ain't got no – we ain't got a Steve Nash-type point guard. We ain't got like a Jason Kidd-type point guard. It's usually either Zach Levine or DeMar DeRozan bringing the ball up anyway. Why don't you have Kobe White going out there? That's another threat offensively on the court to start the game. I'm almost at a point where Kobe Kobe White should be starting, bro. I'm almost there. Damn, so if he's going to start, who he taking who? Io spot, bro? He got to take Io mm-hmm. spot. Absolutely. 
Jeez, Bobby, you agree with that? I don't know yet. I don't know but, yet. Man. But it's I, I don't I'm a I'm gonna be honest, I don't think it's a bad take though. I think it's something you really, really will have to consider. But then at the end, but then it's a lot to consider because then if you take him and put him in, in the lineup, you know, what's gonna be added to the bench? You know what I'm saying? I yo. I know, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, it's yeah, it's a lot to consider, but I don't think it's a bad take. I actually think that's something that you can definitely consider. Hmm. All right. CJ, you got anything to add to that before I get to the next overlay, or you got anything you want to uh, interject with? Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, and to be, be honest with you guys, I'm more on, on, on leaning towards with C Dub because the thing mm. is, you got to think about it. In that point guard spot, the way the Bulls run their offense, the reason why um, they were so effective last year when Lonzo was playing is because Lonzo can knock down those three point shots. Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, and Ayo's been kind of struggling in knocking down those three point shots. Mm-hmm. So that's true. You know, mm-hmm. I think when the way that the offense is run inside and out, you're gonna need guys that can shoot that ball. You know, so I would say just consider on how the offense is run through Vooch. Mm-hmm. I would say, yeah, throw him in the throw him in the lineup and see what he can do. He don't have to start and finish the game. He don't have to finish the game at running point, but you definitely need that shooting out there. You're definitely gonna need it. Yeah. All right, we sp- Oh, go That's ahead, C-Dub, please, please. And I'm, and, and, and I'm sure Billy Donovan, how much he loved him some Kobe White. I, I just think Billy, uh, Kobe White is Billy Billy Donovan's favorite player on the team. That's just oh, that's my Javante personal Green. opinion. And Javante, that's one of his favorite players. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think that's on Billy Donovan's mind, bro. I, I think he's thinking about that surely. Because yeah. he actually started uh, Kobe last season a little bit. Yep. Okay. All right, man. Um. I, I saw one of these quotes, man, and I don't know, man. I, I, I think I might agree with it. So I'm going to just pull it up right here, and I'm going to get C, CJ's opinion, and I'm going to pull this up right here. I'm going to read it to you. It says, man, this is coming from a wrestling concert executive. It says, outside of Caruso, pretty much everyone on their roster has some kind of red flag, too old, hidden free agency, underachievement, something. They could get an immediate return for Caruso, though. CJ, the red flag. Give me the names of the people who you think that this might be a red flag. And he said everybody, everyone. So, so who comes to mind first? Well, your initial thought. Let's let us let us be honest real quick. This guy, I know who he is, and he likes to stir up a little bit of controversy and and you know change the narrative every now and then. But if I was to say as far as red flag, um, it's probably a few guys. It's probably a few guys on the team as far as consistency, um. I would say probably um I would have to throw Ayo in there because um for one I had him in, in fantasy. Um he's been very inconsistent. <laughs> Messing um, up your points. Oh, two, Caruso um has been um inconsistent at times as well. Um if I would say far as the starters concerned, you, you can probably say that with, with Zach at times, but I think he's gotten better um as the last couple of weeks have gone on. So it's, it's been a lot of inconsistency on certain guys, but I want, I don't totally agree with what he's saying. I don't think uh, the whole roster has red flags instead of Caruso. I just think it's been a lot of inconsistency um, going on within the um, within the team that can't be corrected. Bobby, red flags. What do you think? What do you think about this quote in general? Your thoughts? I think please. it's just, my thoughts is that this Western Conference exec is being nitpicky because honestly, mm-hmm. you can go red flags with the entire team. I'm going to run through them real quick. Ayo Dosumo hesitant at times to use his offensive game. 
Boom. Patrick Williams, sometimes he get passive. Boom. Zach Levine, a lot of the times, his IQ is questionable. Boom. DeMar DeRozan, a lot of the times, he stagnates the offense. Vooch, a lot of the times, you don't, uh, he loses engagement and focus within the offense. So, me personally, I think that this guy's just being nitpicky. And to just say that Alice Caruso is the only one without a red flag is, is crazy because there was times early on in this season and, and recently he was getting his ass killed out there defensively. You know what I'm saying? <coughs> so, yeah, yeah, I think this guy was just being nitpicky and trying to, you know, entice the Bulls to trade him. <laughs> Laker right. fan, Laker fan, man. you already know. <laughs> you know you fan. They Laker want him back. Shouldn't have been yep. cheap. Hey man, when I look at shit like this and people make these statements and they don't put their name on it, man, stand on that shit when if you say that shit. And then right. I want to say this: ain't no player in this soft ass NBA is a hundred percent just perfect, bro. Like right. everybody got a so called in quotation marks. Red flag, the, uh, LeBron James. He's old. There's a red flag, but he's great. What the fuck else you want to say? He's old. He's closed down throughout the same. So you just gonna nitpick? On, you can nitpick on every player. Every Memphis saying. Grizzlies is is fucking immature. Look at him trying to fight Shannon Sharp. It's just, just crazy. This is ridiculous. I ain't giving this shit the time of the day. They bogus as hell for doing this. Shit. Sorry for cursing, my guy. I'm gonna give you my sense and we're gonna move on to the next session of this, man. We're gonna go through it, man. This has been so much fun with y'all, man. But red flags, I gotta agree, man. Everybody can give you a red flag. But Caruso has was getting his ass cooked on defense at you the end of the What? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he was missing, and he's hesitant to shoot at times too. I noticed that. Like he'll he'll be hesitant to shoot a three. So you know, like, I agree with everything you guys said. But we're gonna get into this next section, this next uh, part of the show. And this is something I'm, I'm just putting up here, man. And it's gonna call it uh, first thoughts, man. So I'm gonna start off with CJ. First thoughts, CJ. Now I'm gonna go across with everybody. This man right here. First thoughts. He has potential to improve, but he got to put it all together. Bobby. Uh, it's young with a lot of potential, and I'm not ready to give up on him yet. Okay, see the shoot the damn ball, Goofy. Goof ball, Jamal. <laughs> Please continue, sir. What else you got? I feel like you got a lot to say. Take man, time. I could go all day, old Patrick. Man, you got all the talent in the world. Shoot the damn ball. Please. Because, you know, man, you was the, we, was the, we was the drivers of the Patrick. Williams yes. Bus, man. Yes. I picked you up like, bro, we on here together. <laughs> oh, so, bro. We was in front of the bus. You know what I'm saying? I paid your way on the bus. I got him where I could put. I, I got him on. Bro, we still, I'm still on that ride. I still want to take the ride. I ain't, I ain't lose confidence. He in only 21, man. man. He only he 21. He just got to, man, toughen yeah. up, bro. Grow the fuck up, bro. It's you, man. You got all the Spoiled, talent, man. all the athletic ability. Just go do it, man. Just go I do just, it. I agree, man. He just he just young, but at the same time, he gotta find his reason why he's hooping. Why why are you here, man? He probably like I said, he probably grew up the youngest child, spoiled as hell. Yeah, yeah. And they like you gonna play ball, so that's what he's doing. So it's like you know, to me, he hasn't. He's been a way more aggressive than I've seen him be. But when he made that mistake, I gotta give him credit. When he made that mistake, he didn't box out Donovan Mitchell, even though he did a lane violation. The way he responded that next game. 
Yeah. Yeah, that was a I great had, response. I had to give him an X, I had to give him an XP an XP point after that. So I, I gotta give him credit for responding after that. And he's been shooting his three pointer, man. He's been a little bit more aggressive. But let's move on to the next person. I'ma go with the Southside kid, Kenwood's finest. See the first thoughts. Come on, bro. We be- still believe in you, bro. You gotta get out this rut, my guy. We, we you got the whole city behind you. All you gotta do is go out there and play, bro. He having a down season. Damn. Bobby. Young bull. It's time to turn up. It's time to be the Morgan Park menace, as my boy Big Kev say all the time. Load up, lock and load. It's time to help your team push for this playoff spot. C-Dub, I mean, uh, CJ. Hire Clay Thompson as a shooting coach for the summer. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, that's perfect. That was great, CJ. Yeah. I ain't think about that. Coach. That's great. I ain't think hire think a shooting that coach. That's great. That's a great take. Y'all should clip that. <laughs> oh, <bro. laughs> clip that, CJ. Clip that. Uh, I'm gonna say this about Ayo, man. He, he's been he's been doing his thing most of the season, man. But you know, it's 82 games in the season. Uh, you know, he's not a perfect player. Second year in the league. He's you know he got to improve his jump shot, man. But he can do a lot. I think the offense. If the offense ran through him bringing the ball up with a faster tempo and and, and boost down low, decide who to pass it to or to shoot it. That could be what the Bulls need to do going forward. Let him run the show. Get the ball to Vooch, and he'll and it'll be a lot more better uh, outcomes, I believe. Yeah, yeah, but the, not, go ahead, uh, yeah, but not to not to interrupt you. The only problem with that is that you still got to shoot. You still got to be able to shoot the ball. Because mm-hmm. nine out of ten, a lot of teams are going to double team Vooch. And the thing with Io is that he sometimes he's hesitant when he shoots, and then when he fully shoots, he doesn't get his feet set. So it's still gonna come back to him shooting the ball. I mean, he can bring the ball if all he wants to, but when Booch get into that situation, you know, can you knock down the shot? We know that Io can take the ball off the dribble and get to the basket, you know, um, against um, guys that, that's less defensive, you know, but at the same time, he still gotta be able to improve his shooting. Oh yeah, and I, and, and I wanna say this about jump shots. Like everybody hooped, everybody hooped in this, in this podcast right now. If that jump right. shot ain't falling, you start doubting yourself on the rest of the game. Let's just keep yep. it a buck. Your game, yeah. the rest of your game yeah. start going down. He's still a young man. He ain't he ain't mature enough to, you know what I'm saying, to forget that last shot. Go to the next one. You know what I'm saying? Right. You could tell by the way he's been playing. He passing up wide open shots, trying to drive. And then he right. turning the ball over when he get when people are already in the paint, you wide open, shoot the ball, you running into the defense, turning the ball over. So he gotta get that jump shot together. At least some confidence. Facts. All right, so we're going to go to the next guy, which this oh. young boy right oh. here, man. man. He has oh so much God. potential, so much motor, man. I, every time I look into this kid in the G League, he's just looking like he's a man amongst boys, man. Like he's worth the pick that the Bulls picked him with. Great insurance. First thoughts on this young man, though. CJ. Oh, uh, man, G. Walker, you probably not going to like this, man. Could potentially get Patrick Williams a run for his money. Mm. Oh, 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 I love it. I love it. I don't. Fuck y'all. <laughs> no. <laughs> what are you talking about? They don't even play the same position. I don't know. <laughs> no. Explain that. Can't just let you say that. Man, because look, I'm, I'm gonna tell, I'm gonna tell y'all like this. That kid got a lot of heart, man. And he plays like physical, aggressive. And he has a lean body. I mean, if you look at him, look, I mean, look how small he is, and then look how big Patrick Williams is. 
if if think about it, if if Dalen Terry's personality and his whole mannerisms switches to Patrick Williams, man, oh, Patrick Williams got look at five points a game. Look out! Look out! Hey, that's a hot take, boy. We're gonna have to clip that. Hey, just a ball of energy. That boy is equivalent to the man that got problems and going to the club off the henny. <laughs> he, he, he lit, man. The guy's lit. I pre- yeah. I, I commend <laughs> this young man for everything he boy, does man. on the bench, bro. Because for bro, every time a big play happens in, in the opposing team, it's calling timeout. The first person you see on the screen off the bench is Daylin Terry, bro. So shout out to right. him for being a good role player, knowing his role. And man, I just want to see what he can do. I believe he can contribute in some way, some in some fashion. But what, what Billy Donovan, you made minutes for Javante Green. You can't make a minute for Daylin Terry. My statement for, for this one with my man Dale Terry is why not Billy Donovan? Why the <laughs> hell not? Every rookie in the NBA that got drafted this season has played significant minutes. Why can't right. this kid come in? Why you can't squeeze him five to ten minutes? A game, bro. I just don't get it. It's disrespectful. This guy is a, I call him not a Patrick Williams. I don't think he's a threat to Patrick Williams. He's a pocket Lonzo Ball, bro. He does everything Lonzo Ball does, bro. This guy's a playmaker. His three-point shot ain't there. It's not there because he hasn't had any chance to practice. He's only practicing against scrubs in the Windy City Bulls. <laughs> oh, he's going to kill them. Every time they demote him to the Windy City Bulls, he goes and he destroys them, and he comes right back, and he don't get no tick. I don't get it. He goes down there every time. They be at the games. All the starters and everybody be at his games. I'll be like, damn, soon Bro. they go. We go down there, all the starters, Damar there, Zach there. Like, what the hell? Why y'all not, mm-hmm. you know, vouching for this kid to play? Bobby, go ahead, man. I would just, I would just echo the things that oh. C Dub said, man. And I know it's C- CJ gotta go, but I just want to say, man, he gotta get some way somehow in his lineup. Devontae Green ain't that. I know Billy Donovan can find minutes for him. Why you can't find minutes for this young boy so he can develop and be a part of the future moving forward? All right, man. Let's let's get let's get to the next part of this, man. It's it's, it's the big dogs of the team. Let's I'm gonna give my first thoughts on this guy right here, Zach Levine. The man went from a two-time All Star to not an All Star this year. Zach Levine, you even questioned your role on this team. Zach Levine, they paid you two hundred million dollars to tell you what your role is on this team. Zach Levine. You have to be a leader. I think Zach Levine is the player that he is, man. Uh, he's starting to turn it on as of late. And I know he had an injury coming off an injury, and that's maybe what hindered his beginning of the season. But the man hit 11 threes in the game, man. Mm. He's been bouncy as hell for pretty much the last, what, maybe eight, nine games. He's been killing. But the things I'm hearing outside of the, you know, inside that locker room about him doing this role, bro, that just shows you not an alpha. If you're an alpha, you will never question yourself, you know, what's my role in the team? Mike ain't never questioned his role in the team. Kobe ain't never questioned his role in the team. If anything, Kobe told Shaq, motherfucker, get it off the rim. Go, bro. Get it off the rim. LeBron, so, 
exactly what I mean, man. Get that dog in you, bro, that we know you are, bro, and get it together, man. See the get the first thoughts on exactly what I mean, man. When I look at my man, super clean Levine, I'm like, <laughs> I see you, fool. I see you. Because in the beginning of the season, he had a couple games here and there, but we were like, 215 for this, my guy. Where you at? But then right. you heard him. You heard him. I really think I, I, I think he really don't like Billy Donovan or it's some kind of <laughs> schism going on right there because we heard a little bit. They they had a little a little bit of sneak dissing going against each other early in the season. But ever since that little argument after that Minnesota game, Zach Levine, I think, has been the alpha of this team. And with Zach Levine being the alpha of this team, this team is got to be like four games over, over 500 since that Minnesota yep. game. 10 to 6. Zach Levine is a superstar in the making, bro. All he needed was somebody to step behind him. I don't know if Billy Donovan is going to continue to be in the guy because I don't think Billy, Don Billy Donovan completely believes in the guy. At least by in his, in his actions, he don't believe in the guy and only look towards the final shots of the game. He always drawing up some shit for DeMar DeRozan. I love DeMar Man. DeRozan. But when you pay somebody like that, Man. you need action like that. But I got to say, I see you, fool. Zach Levine, keep going, my guy. Bobby, what you think, man? I think Zach Levine, ever since the new year hit, he's taken control. I want him to continue to take control. Uh, get that IQ stuff situated. It's oh, yeah. here and there. But for all the people for all the people that question this man getting his money, I ask y'all this. CW, you know where I'm going. Tobias Harris got a nice contract. Oh, man. <laughs> My boy deserves his money, y'all, so I'm going to say that. But Zach Levine, if you want your team to make it out of the play-in and be a uh, for sure playoff spot, it starts with you. It goes yep. through you. We know what the ceiling is with DeMar DeRozan. That's a first-round visit and a first-round exit. We don't know what the ceiling is with you as running the out as, as the number one spot. So let's roll. Bro. CJ, hmm. what you think about that? <laughs> All right, the only thing I got to pretty much say with Zach is do you want to be cute playing basketball? If you want to be that dirty mean dog. Oh, let's go! Turn that jump on you. You don't three, bro. CJ three for three today. Look, look, look. look. The, whole, the, the whole thing with Zach Levine is you see him out there making the cute passes, making the cute plays, but it, it wasn't it wasn't getting to anything. That stupid dumbass shot that he took, you know, um, the, the last part of the, yeah, that, mm -hmm. that that two point shot he took. So Can't you got you got to start playing with a little bit of fire. You got to start playing with a little bit of passion. You got to start getting your hands dirty. You know, this 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 ain't this ain't no little boys league. This is a grown man's league. You know, you old enough to know. You gotta come out here and get your hands dirty. You know, so you gotta play. You gotta play with that mentality, man. And I'm sorry, the only one I can see that can that can get their hands dirty a little bit. You know, the, the guy that has potential is is Daylon Terry. He he, the one that got the most heart, I believe, out of everybody. Because that kid go out there and play. He play hard. That's so right. Zach, Zach, Zach got to go out there and play with that mentality, man. And that's what his reputation has been. He plays, he plays too cute out there. You got, you got to play hard and mean and dirty. <laughs> so when he started doing yeah. that, he'll, he'll get his results. And I agree with everything you guys said, man. And we're gonna get into the next guy that I pretty much criticize. You know, he got, a, he's a little bit selfish at times. He's a little bit, he doesn't look at his teammates all the time. He doesn't always pass the ball, the initial assists. But you gotta love him, man. My boy right here, DeMar DeRozan, man. What Come can on, I bro. say, man? I, 
Conroe Kobe, man, what can I say? This guy right here, bro, he has improved a lot. The games I watched as far as him passing that ball to Patrick Williams, bro. It was, a, it was a couple of games where he was really swinging that ball, and that's all I wanted from DeMar. Like, DeMar, just pass it to the guys on the wing. You'll get it back. You'll reset. It will reset. The offense will reset. So you know Patrick Williams, scary ass, going to pass it. Just pass it the first time. <laughs> oh, but bro. <laughs> but he's but he's been proven, man. He's a proven guy. He got twenty thousand points, man. He got a bag out of this world, yeah. man. If we could just sneak up to that eighth spot, man, whatever, get playoff Demar rolling, bro, it'd be great, man. I, I love the way Demar picked it up after they had that meeting. He's been more attentive to his teammates, man. He's passing the ball more, and I and I and I and hey, and I love this guy, man. So, uh, Bobby, what you think about Demar, man? I think Demar Derozan is uh, he's great, man. He's great for the team. But I believe he has to stay within the flow of the offense. Bro, he can literally drop 25 with his eyes closed whenever he wants Thanks. to. But the way Thanks. that you're going to win games is if you get others involved. And I know, DeMar, you want your money. I don't know if I'm willing to give him a max contract at the age of 34. I don't know. But for right now, we're going to focus on the now. You know what I'm saying? Right. Go ahead and help your team, bro. Help your team put up a strong fight. Moving down the stretch, bro. But it see, see the. Yes, it does. Oh. See the oh. more, man. What you got? Oh man. Oh, Mark, this is what I got to say. This is my first uh, thoughts with Demar. Uh, what we gonna do with you, Demar? Because we can't <laughs> live with you. We can't live without you, my guy. Bro, <laughs> bro, Demar DeRozan. Oh, is, <laughs> Demar is a master of the mid range. Yes, he He's just a master class. He just mastered it. He's top level. You can't get any better in the mid-range. But he has a one, I'm going to say red flag. I'm going to take it from the earlier segment. That three-point shot, bro, this is a different league right now. Uh, we need that three-point shot. He's never worked on it. It looked like he had never worked on it. So I think we hit it head here. He's not going to get any better. And, it, and what he is now is great. Hall of Fame basketball player. But is it good for our team moving forward? For this year, we got to deal with it. He's on the team. Uh, I, I just need him to play in the Florida offense. I need him to stop hunting the shot if he don't get a shot in seven straight shots. And we killing everybody right. in the offense. He'll get that ball as soon as he touch it after the eighth shot. Ain't nobody touching the ball. Y'all might as well stand around and watch him shoot this ball because it's going up. <laughs> you can tell. So, uh, just start going back on defense, bro. Yeah, just start going back, bro. But I love DeMar, bro, but sometimes i'm like we can't we can't do it with him on the floor but sometimes we can't do it without him it's just we just caught in the web of dark demar DeRozan. Mm. <laughs> so i go to the next one man oh man it's um sacrifice can demar DeRozan sacrifice new parts of his game to make the team better <laughs> that, that's what it's gonna come down to because uh, uh, perfect example DeMar DeRozan didn't play, didn't play against the um the Golden State Warriors, correct? No. Zach, uh, did Zach Levine go out there and sacrifice his game? Because I, I believe he did in some way because Booch yep. put up, had 31 Ford. shots. Mm-hmm. Booch took 31 shots in that game. Oh, my that's, God. That's really unheard of from, from Booch. So Zach probably said, hey, man, he got the odd hand. I'm going to let him take all the shots he need to take, and I'm going to yep. just take miles with the pick of the offense. So DeMar DeRosa got to start doing the same thing. You got to start taking Thanks. a little bit less shots when somebody else got the hot hand, you know, and not force up too many shots to just get everybody involved. You got other parts and elements of your game that you can help your team out. Start using those, and I think I think he'll be all right. 
You four for four, CJ. CJ, do you think he can do that, CJ? Do I think he can do it? Do you I think know, he man. will do that? I, I think if they if they get to the playoffs, he's gonna have to. You know, because last year we saw him, you know, playing and doing what he was doing now, and teams shut his ass down. You know, they knew exactly where he was gonna go with his shot. And the, the biggest thing I think teams are gonna look at is when Cleveland played him. They put Jared Allen on him, and he couldn't do a damn thing about it. Bro, I was so mad about that. Why is Jared Allen guarding DeRozan? <laughs> Bro. That was really didn't, didn't, didn't do his job on that. Didn't adjust either. Yep. The coach nope. didn't adjust All right. either. I've been saving this for the last one. CJ, I think oh, CJ got one down man. here. He's going to talk about this last one. Mm. Your ass is not getting away. This is this is the <laughs> one where we all the questions... <laughs> all the questions we've answered, I mean, all the questions we asked, we have a source. And we have to know what this guy's thinking, man, is the or- architect and the, the guy that got all in charge of all the rotations and the substitutions and putting a damn Javante Green oh, on man. a damn Brandon Ingram and letting him shoot over a damn chair. <laughs> Not cooked. a chair. Not a, a chair. Turn, turn Javante <laughs> Green into a cone. And, and, and Ingram ain't played since Thanksgiving. But we're talking about this, man. Right here. Woo! Whoever want to take the lead on this, please go ahead and do your thing. Billy Donovan. Get your act together, my guy. You have been underachieving. Your rotations have been huff. Your uh <laughs> Your uh your adjustments has been ass the whole season. You've lost us probably five games personally yourself. Why can't Dale and Terry get in the get on the floor? Why can't you tell DeMar DeRozan to stop fucking up the offense? Why can't you tell Nick Vooch to stay your ass in the post and stop shooting too many threes? Why can't you tell man? Don't let I keep going and going. Go ahead. <laughs> he cooking. Cookin'. <laughs> <laughs> CJ, oh man, um, make it five for five, brother. Make it five for five. <laughs> this is, you know, I'm gonna, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna ask one question, man. AK, what the fuck were you thinking, man? Oh yes. What, Woo! what were you thinking, AK? Because what kind of, you know, I know this is, this is their team. And they can do what they want to do, but you did a sneaky signing, man. That's, that's what the mafia do, man. You sat, you sat, you sat, Billy Donovan to. To begin the season, nobody knew about it. K, um, Casey Johnson, he didn't even know know about it until Crazy. you know until weeks ago yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, and Billy Donovan. This is kind of surprising because he's used to playing young talent. You know, he he did it at OKC, and when you look at Florida, those guys weren't weren't twenty two, twenty one year old guys. Those guys were young. You know, so I, I'm not understanding is that he's been good with rotations. And playing players that, you know, play with a lot of energy, you know, they play hard, they play tough, you know, so it's very surprising. It seemed like to me he kind of changed his philosophy or changed his way when he got to this Bulls team. I don't know if it was because it was a lot more um, star power on this team. I don't know what it was, man, but it seemed like he's been a a, a different type of coach, man. I can't put my my finger on it. I can't. Bobby. Yeah, Yeah, this guy. I like him sometimes, but I don't like him most of the time. I dislike him most of the time because a lot of the times, like, I don't understand why when players have it going. I believe in the last game. No, it was the the, the Golden State game. 
Patrick Williams had it going early on in that game in the first quarter. And then with eight minutes left in the first quarter, Billy Donovan yanked him out to stay consistent with his rotation. Yes. I, oh, my and, God. And that happened so many times throughout each game. A player yeah. have it going early. Billy Donovan yanks him out. They come back in, never to be found again. My thing is, Patrick Williams is 21 years old. If that mother lover got to play 40 minutes, let him play 40 minutes, bro. It's not going right. to kill him. He 21 Man. years old. Why are you pulling out the hot hand when you know the guy has it going and he could potentially help your team? You can, bro, I believe as a part of the coach, you have to adjust on the fly, not just before the game, but during the game. What is wrong with you, bro? Stop doing that. But, yeah, AK, y'all wrong for what y'all did and Ryan's dork, whatever yeah, you're bogus too. <laughs> y'all should have made him earn that contract. Yeah, that was weird how they signed him on Lakeshore Drive. At a damn restaurant. <laughs> I, I, I don't know that's true, but I know they were somewhere. They Chilly. met him at McCormick Place on the low. Yeah, on the low. Secret ass location. But I think my man, see, my partner put up this one right here. You know, then there's one more after that. Go ahead, big dog. See. Oh man, this this actually came from David Aldridge. And I, I, um, I'm sure y'all know who um, yep. who that is. He pretty much does the trading deadline um, on NBA TV when the trading deadline comes up, you know, far as the day or whatnot. But this is what pretty much he said. Um, you know, according to him, um, LeBron James could be traded to the Chicago Bulls for DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, Ooh. and G. Walker, Ooh. Patrick Williams. And, and according to Aldridge, this, the, this get, um, he gives this trade a potential 50% of happening once LeBron... Um, once um, LeBron is um, trade out. So what y'all think about this? Um, G. Walker, Patrick Williams' name is up there, man. Listen here, man. This this doesn't even make sense. I don't even know. If, is Alge about to lose his job? Is this what he's doing? <laughs> he's just making up some, you know, because what sense does that make to trade all those assets and then leave LeBron with a worse team than even when he got in with the Lakers? That don't even make sense. Like, you're not even trying to keep the Rock, the Martin, the Rose, or Patrick Williams away with him. So you're gonna keep who Zach Levine? I don't even understand that. Like, um, I don't believe this for one bit. Uh, I don't know what uh, Alge was just thinking, saying this. I don't know where it's coming from. Why would he want to come to the Bulls and then all the assets get traded? Ron would he would reject that trade anyway. Man, that don't even make no sense. First of all, I'm not trading none of those young players. Well, Alex Caruso, Patrick Williams, or DeRozan for a 30 year, a 38-year-old. Now, if this was 10 years ago, okay, cool, let's do it. But he 38 years old making 50 million a year. What good is that going to do for the Chicago Bulls? Nothing. I'm not trading for him as much as you're going to. He leaving in two years anyway to try to play with his son. Yeah. Would you, would you, would, no. And the Bulls need picks. So if you trading anything, you're not just trading. I wouldn't trade for players just straight up. I need something in return so I can continue to build this thing out. No. Go ahead, uh, go ahead, C-Dub. Man, hell no. I ain't had this dude on my team. <laughs> and this is bull crap. He not going to play for the Bulls anyway because he going to play with his son. That's his mission. After he break the damn uh, scoring title, his next mission is to play with his son. Maybe even his second son. His second son looked better than the first one. I ain't going to lie to you. Mm. Uh, uh, but, <laughs> but LeBron James in the Bulls uniform, that ain't going to work. We ain't, we, ain't, we ain't liking that over no, here. No, 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 no. Aldridge ain't do no research. 
he listened to uh Jim Rambis up there and listened to some nonsense. Oh no, I'm with you, Jay Walker. He trying to save his job. Yeah, he's trying to be like Shannon Sharp, trying to just get some clout or something crazy. But we gonna go on to this right here. This is the last. This is the last one, man. This is um, this is my uh, one of the guys I know, uh, D- Derek King. So he just had a question. He said, "What's up, G? How you be? I see you got your own podcast. So I want to pick your brain along with your supporters. The question is always brought about the goat NBA player, but what about the team? Have you, have you ever discussed that? So we don't got to get too much into this. But who do you guys think of y'all goat team? My goal team will have to be the 96 Bulls, 72, 72 and 10, and a, and a championship. CJ, who's your goal team? Um, I, I mean, I definitely, I, I definitely have to agree with you. I mean, it's the, the, it has to be the, the 96 Bulls. You know, I know, I know, people are gonna say, oh, they didn't play against competition. Bullshit. You know, there's a lot of guys back there that could have been MVPs. There, there were guys who had, you know, two or three All Stars to the team. You know, so it's, it's. Hey, I mean that team won seventy-two games, you know, and they they kept it off by winning the championship. You know, it don't matter what Golden State did, seventy-three and nine, they they losing. They that shit, all that, oh, that yep. shit don't even matter. You know, all that matters is hey, how you start the season, how you finish the season. Bobby, who you got? I mean, if we go talent wise, you got to think about that Warriors team with uh KD Clay. And yeah, Steph. young fella, sorry guys. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, mind your business. I'm going with the '90. I'm going with the '90s Bulls because they went, they went, bro, two three peats in the '90s. That's what I'm gonna go with. Yeah. And the yes, the talent was there when it came to that that Warriors team with KD, Clay, and Steph, but they did not sustain success long enough to compete with the '90s Bulls. So mind your business, uh. This ain't got nothing to do with you, Jake. Facts. Go ahead, uh, <laughs> uh, y'all gotta go excuse kid. my young nephew. You know he don't know no better. He ain't see Mike in his glory. You know so, what I'm saying? So, oh, <laughs> didn't have better talent. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I want to talk about Michael Jordan, which is gonna take like two people to like feel them shoes. So you can put KD and Steph in. They would. That's probably a. Uh, Let's get a panel going. Right we'll talk about it. Let's get yeah, a panel we'll going. About we'll it. talk we'll about talk it. About right. it. <laughs> but I'm going with the '96 Bulls. Come on, Mike Scotty and Dennis Rodman, Tony Kukoc, Steve Kerr, Ron Harper. Ain't no need to talk about nothing. Seventy-two and ten, and we won a ship. Say goodbye. That possibly just wrapped up this 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 podcast. CJ, if you got anything else, man, we got we got to say thank you to the um, Shaw Bulls podcast for um for blessing sure. us this day. Coming on the show, giving dropping them jewels, giving them the um knowledge and whatnot. We appreciate you fellas. And before we guys go, let the people know where they can find y'all at. Nephew, man, we appreciate you. Man, first and foremost, shout out to the CNG podcast for having us on here. And oh, then bro. make sure y'all go ahead and grace the show on Shy Boys Podcast with C Dub, who be live calling the games. We be having the scoreboard up. Y'all come kick it for a quarter or two. Y'all ain't got to stay for the whole game. We know y'all busy men. But oh, come kick bro. it for a quarter or two and then leave up out of there and kick it with us and enjoy the fun game and talk stuff and talk stuff to the fans and you know we did we even have opposing fans in that talking crazy so y'all can go in there throw some shot at them for a quarter or two but uh if y'all looking for me and unk we at shy boys podcast on youtube and all other places where you can find your podcast shy boys podcast 
Um, bro. Man, and I just want to say thank you guys again for coming, um, you know, coming in here today and um, letting us have some of your Saturday, man, and um, doing this with us, man. This has been a great show. Um, I can't, I can't even say enough how much we appreciate you guys for coming on today. This was fun. This was informative. We laughed a lot. We talked a lot. We watched some videos. Oh, wow. It was yes, cool, sir. man. It's a way to kick off my Saturday. You know, we got the NFL games coming on soon. So this was a Surely. segue, man. <laughs> yep. And I appreciate. Hey, by the way, real quick, what who you got? Who y'all got winning today? Uh, Dallas? Is it uh New York and um who? Who y'all got? Real quick. You, I got KC over the Jags, and then in the later game, uh, the later game is who? I, I think it's the, the Giants is. and the um and the San Francisco 49ers or something like that. Oh, the Giants play the Eagles, so I'm gonna go Eagles. So I got uh KC. For the first game and then the Eagles for the next game. I just think the Eagles got too much firepower for the Giants. It's gonna be a good game though. Bobby, I like your thinking. I like your thinking. I got I got K. Oh, go ahead. My fault. No, go ahead, C I'm sorry. I got KC and the Eagles. That's just an easy choice. It's gonna be a route today. It's gonna be a route. I got I got KC and the Eagles too, man. Four for four. You got before we get out of here. Four for four, man. I agree. I agree with you guys. All right. I agree. Hey, that's it for the CNG podcast. That's it for the Shabu's podcast. Man, you'll see the CNG podcast next Friday or next Saturday. And you can catch the Shabu's podcast on their Facebook page, on their YouTube channel. That's it for me. One love. Peace. Peace out. Peace, Peace out. <laughs>